The following program is rated TV M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. High time we had a hanging! Go to the fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Myth wall normal. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 25 hundo and schneideschwam of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beard cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and yell hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode, today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everest and K2 flexing on all you be. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. It's the fucking Catalina yeah. wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. All right, fam. Welcome to the show. 2591. It is Saturday, June the Dies. Welcome, come one, come all. Let's everyone take a moment right now and hit that thumbs up button if you're watching the live stream on YouTube or Rumble. Let's fucking go. Let's get a yowl for everyone hitting that thumbs up button. Come on, fam. Where's the like police? Let's fucking go. This show is streamed live every single day. And if we're not public, we are private for members. And that reminds me because yesterday, fam, who was there for the overtime segment? Who was there for the overtime segment yesterday? Come on, man. A tan! A fucking tan! How many of you were there for overtime yesterday? We launched a brand new... We had some awesome new edits. Brand new Balls Deep edits. We did a throwback DWG, and we dropped a brand new Driving While Gaining, and it is available now for everyone inside Swole TV. Go and check it out. It's called Fuck You Canada. That's right. And everyone's like, hey, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, buddy. Now, we love our Canadians. We did for a while. How many of you are Canadians? If you're Canadian, drop the Canadian flag um, in the comments. But you Canadians, you Canadians have been fucking up our country. You've been fucking up our country. And, you know, of course, there's a big push in canceling everyone. Everyone's about love and acceptance. Accept everyone. Love is love. But there's no real pushback against anti-Canadian hate. 
And I, I think we should go all in on that. While we can hate Canadians, let's fucking go after them because you're fucking up our air quality. And you all know it's so important to have quality air. That will take years off your life. So essentially, this is a terrorist attack from Canadians. This is, we are under attack. We are under attack by Canadians, eh? We're under attack. <laughs> Match These damn Canadian terrorists. You know, and Canadians are so kind. They're so kind, they're so nice, that they don't even do it directly. They're just like, well, we can go with a little bit less maple syrup, eh? And they just light it on fire and trying to smoke us out. It's very passive aggressive. The most passive aggressive, the kindest terrorist attack ever. It's like, <laughs> it's going to smell a little smoggy for a few days, eh? All right. Anyway, all kidding aside, these Canadian terrorists are um, ravishing our air quality index, which is a acronym that I learned yesterday because in Florida, we still have good quality air. But anyway, awesome DWG. We love our Canadians. Round of applause for Canadians. Fuck you, buddies. <laughs> we like our Canadians except for Trudeau. He can go, he can go, I don't know, suck a moose. Anyway, fuck you, Canada. Now available inside Swole TV. Join the Swole fam over at SwoleNormousX.com. Get access to all the private videos and live streams. Lots of exclusive content for members. And not only that, in nine days, fam, we have P3S7. P3S7. Oh, oh, oh. Let's get a nice little round of applause. Dropped on the 19th. So 24 hours. 24 hours. It'll be available. SwoleNormousX.com slash signature. So make sure you bookmark that page. There should be a countdown timer on there already, but that's where it will go live available, available for purchase for 24 hours only on the 19th of June on the day of episode 2600. So that's what I got for you. Very exciting. And um, let's just do all the announcements right now. We're going to get into some swole fam posts and bust the nut open. So drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? And also, make sure that you are heading over to papasolio.com. So it's June, June 10th, and you still have plenty of time to get your 4th of July merch in. If you're going on vacation, you're going to a barbecue, you want to rep the red, white, and swole as you should, use code USA over at papasolio.com for 20% off all 4th of July merch. Just check out the collection. Uh, you can stock up on all the new designs. We have a lot of really cool shit. And uh, we have some new style hats. We got water bottles. We got tanks. We got cups. We got the new Guns and Bacon, Guns, Bacon and Freedom 2.0. We have the Make America Swole shirt. We have the classic I Want You to Be Swole. And look at this mug. That red, white, and swole mug is fucking dope. And we have some new hats and new camo hats and shit like that. So anything in the 4th of July collection, you get 20% off. So go and check that out. We got some new bucket hats and stuff, which look awesome. And possibly my favorite are these two, the Swole Acceptance in Red and the Go the Fucking Gym camo hat. Super stoked. So go and check it out, papasolio.com. Use code USA for 20% off 4th of July merch. And if you're getting other merch, use code DAILYSWOLE for 10% off. If you don't want USA merch, I don't know why you wouldn't. That'd, that'd be kind of silly. So that being said, let's bust the nut open. Let's have a great show today. And we'll take some questions in the knowledge cock portion. And of course, we're going to go balls deep and we'll do some throwbacks. It's going to be a fun time. Let's get into it. Falcon, take us away. Oh, 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hashtag swole slut. You can do triple S because it's swole slut Saturday. Drop that in the comments. Hashtag SSS. You don't want to get banned on any of these apps that think that slut is a bad term. We use that as a term of endearment. So hashtag swole slut Saturday for a chance to win today. Swole card. Uh, SSS is just fine. Now let's moisturize and get into that tip. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right, super excited to have everyone here. And let's get, come on, fam. Let's get a round of applause for Danny Boy. Danny Boy, my first live stream. Hyped to be here. Can I get America? Fuck. My goodness. Absolutely. Absolutely, you can. Oh, my God. Rufus is super stoked to have you here, too, Danny. Look how excited he is. Look how excited. He's super stoked to have you here on the live stream. Yeah, he's amped. He's amped. So welcome. Anyone else? First live stream? First live? Everyone remembers their first live, right? We do this once in a while when someone's like, my first live stream. What number was your first live? Everyone remembers their first live. You remember anytime there's like a very impactful event. You remember where you first were. You remember the first time uh, you lost your virginity. You remember where you were for 9-11. You know, your parents might remember where they were when JFK got shot. You know, you remember certain things. You know, your first kiss. You remember your first live stream. You remember when the first the first time the knowledge cock penetrated your ear holes and your eye holes. Yeah, you remember. Everyone remembers. It, it it's, because, because it's traumatic, but in a good way. All right, let's get into the first Swole Fan post. What's in the box? <laughs> Gives a new meaning to what's in the box. This is from Brandon. Brandon, let's go, Brandon. Come on, man. Okie dokie. Is that a steak I spy? Is there anything better than a perfectly cooked, buttery, and lightly salted steak? No. No, that's goaded right there. Based. What are calling Based Brandon? Based Brandon. All right. Next one here is from Matt. And Matt says, got in some much needed mobility today, fam. 15 minutes total of clubs and mace. My guy. Jefferson curls, full range of motion, front raises with a band, some banded neck mobility, and finish it all off with swolga strength. I really needed that. Been feeling stiff lately, especially in my upper trap and neck area. Oop, hiccup. <clears throat> nice. Uh, especially my upper trap and neck area. Not after all that. Good man. Yow. Good Yow. man. Make sure, you know, if you're training intensely, you're training hard, you're going to be sore, you're going to be fatigued. You don't need to train intensely every day. Do some mobility. And that's what I do. That's what I do. If I'm upcoming, if I'm coming up on a leg day, I'm not going to do hardcore lower body cardio. I'm not going to do versa climber or anything intense. I'm going to do some light swinging. I'm going to go for a walk. It's a great thing to alternate, right? You could do some sled work if you're if you're in the middle of like an upper body day split, if you're in between upper body days and you don't want to fatigue your legs before a leg day, you could do some light stuff like that. You can go on a hike, you can do some club swinging. Fantastic. Good for you. Okay, let's move right along. And we've been banging your inbox. If you want to get on the email list, go to makeemailswoleagain.com. We got a couple of replies from our recent emails. And if you don't look forward to reading your emails, I get it. Marketing and all this other bullshit has ruined your inbox. Your, your inbox is damaged. This is like when people get vaginal reconstruction surgery, right? They get a, a vag lift. So it's like a facelift, but it's for pusses. Yeah, this is like a rejuvenation. It's a revitalization for your inbox. It might be all roast beefy, 
but now it's going to be nice and tight again. And then I'm going to stretch the fuck out of it. So go to make email and sign up for the inbox for the inbox banging of your life. Now you're going to look forward to going there. You're going to look forward to opening up your Gmail or your Apple mail. I'm excited for you to get it. Yeah. Rejuvenate those beef curtains. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, before we do, we got one, uh, Well, let's see. Oh, we do have a reply. So this is interesting. So we got one from the email and we have one from uh, a reply on Instagram because we use the audio for, we, we use the email for some content. So we're going to read a reply there. Don't feel like training today. Keith says, hell yeah, I'm doing it. No one cares if I worked in the yard for four hours after working my normal job. I still need to do what's right for me. I'm going to crush some yoga now. Peace out, bitches. Yow. Yow. Good man. And we have a response from the Widow's Weeds 777. I used to be a fat fuck at the time. Started losing the disgusting weight I was doing van life. I had a camp stove and started preparing lean meats, veggies, grains, eggs, etc. Weighing and measuring out portions. I ran every day fucking religiously. At first, I could only cover a couple miles but by the next year, I was 70 pounds lighter and doing half marathons. I eventually joined the gym and added strength training to my plan, and I'm a brick shithouse now. I'm currently 125 and was 200 when I embarked on my journey. It can be done. No matter how poor you are, how obese you are, you just need to focus and do it, even when you want to fucking die or aren't motivated at all. That's right, motivation's bullshit. Now, let's get into a phone call. Knowledge Cock Time. If you have a question, drop in the comments down below. Hashtag AskPapaSwolio. If you want to leave me a message and call into the show, go to AskPapaSwolio.com. We have a call today from Abhay? Abby? Or is it Abhay? Whatever. You're on the line. Hello, Papa Swolio. I am your biggest fan from India. And I just want to know that uh, how I can build my back and legs. Thank you. Back and legs. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Respect from India. Love it. Bencho Jim Jow. Yeah, that's right. I know. I say go to the fucking gym in Hindi. All right. So build your back and legs. Uh, one, you need to make sure that you are lifting intensely. So you want to do, you're not going to get big legs or a big back without performing some form of like a heavy compound lift. So do you need to do squats to build legs? No, but it's a great, amazing fundamental exercise. So I would recommend for legs and back, I would recommend, in fact, any of the basics, right? Squats, you could do um, leg press, you could do hack squats, RDLs, deadlifts, barbell rows, some sort of high row weighted pull-ups. So there's a lot of great exercises. The question is, are you training hard enough and are you doing the basics? So what I would look into is making sure that you're hitting all aspects of the leg and the back. You don't need a ton of different extra. One thing that I do notice is that a lot of people do repetitive exercises. So they'll do a dumbbell row and a barbell row and then a machine row. And what they're doing is just redundant. They're not getting all the different aspects of the back. The back is a very large muscle group. This is another reason why I really prefer to train back by itself and then not necessarily, maybe throw in some biases, but 
back is such a large area and you need to hit it with a few different exercises in order to get it completely. So it's really about your elbow position. So you want to get something from the front, like a lap pull down, a pullover or a high row, something like that. You want to get one exercise where your elbows are a little bit flared out to the side a little bit more for your upper and mid back. So there's different exercises that you can do and you want to make sure you get the variety. So just make sure you're not doing a lot of redundant exercise, but things like hyperextensions, deadlifts, RDLs, even though RDLs are more for hamstrings and glutes, you still get your lower back in there. Uh, Jefferson curls are great just for mobility, but it's all in the shoulder angle when it comes to back exercises, but legs, you need heavy and you need basic. So again, it doesn't really matter if it's honestly, if it's a leg press or it's a squat or it's a Smith machine squat or it's a hack squat, there are a lot of good exercises for, for legs, but you definitely want to be doing some sort of a curl. Um, I love Nordic curls. You could do that at home. You can construct your own. They're very challenging, but it's excellent, especially if you don't have access to like a prone curl. But um, seated curls are great for getting the hamstrings from the lengthened position. Doing RDLs are fantastic for the posterior chain. Leg extensions are great, but you also want to make sure that you are getting full range of motion um, and you're hitting all aspects of the quadriceps. So I could go on and on and on because those are two exceptionally important areas of the body. But bottom line, you want to make sure you're training intensely enough and you're not doing too much volume that's going to do a lot of damage. It's not going to help you build muscle and move forward and recover in time. Because when you train legs hard, it's very challenging to recover um, for the next workout. So I would pick like a squat and then maybe something like a hack squat or a leg press, like two exercises like that. And then you could do some curls, maybe some extensions. You only really need like four to six exercises, three or so for quads, three or so for hamstrings. And you're only doing like maybe one or two sets each, you know, to failure. So I don't know what your experience is, but just make sure you're focusing on every aspect of the legs and picking a good exercise that's going to uniquely hit that area. Same thing with the back. Just again, you don't want to do a lot of pull-ups and then do a lot of high rows and lat pull-down machine. And then you're only doing stuff like this. You're not getting any of the other angles because wherever your elbows are relative to the movement, uh, you're going to hit different aspects of your back. So that's my point. You just don't want to, you just don't want to, uh, overdo the same movement over and over again. A lot of people do that. They just do four different exercises. They're all a fucking row. It's all the same movement and they're just getting a lot of redundancy and they're missing other areas. All right. So good question. Um, and try to give you as much as I possibly could for an answer. And of course it's going to come down to how you're eating, the intensity of your training, but basic is best. Basic is best. Uh, okay. All right, let's get a couple of Instagram questions. If you have a live question, uh, hashtag ask Papa Swolio. I just saw this comment. I'm sorry to hear that one arm warrior said my dad had a stroke yesterday and was, and I was visiting him in ICU, got my merch on today. I'm sorry to hear that. We got a lot of, let's get a nice, some gorillas. He's on the mend, thank God, but it was really a big wake up call. Well, I'm glad he's okay. So much love and uh, be well. The merch is going to help for sure. The merch is going to help and tell him to grow a beard and that'll help him with a speedy recovery. Okay. Glad to hear it. 
We got a question here from, let's see, Mimi and C. What's your favorite breakfast? I don't really eat breakfast. I do eat things in the morning. I don't really do the intermittent fasting. If I'm going to fast, I'm just going to do the whole day. Um, so I don't really necessarily believe. I don't necessarily believe in the effectiveness of intermittent fasting. Now, the reason why I say that is not that intermittent fasting can't help people, but really, in my opinion, it comes down to, okay, if people are only eating for six hours, they just don't have the ability to eat the volume that will keep them getting fatter. So they lose weight because they're just not stuffing their face for as long. But if you really want the benefits of fasting, doing 16, you know, skipping breakfast and eating at two o'clock is not like, wow, my body's cleaning itself out so much. I have so much brain focus. You're only really getting that if you do longer periods of fasting. So what I would do is I would eat, let's say dinner the night before, and I would just not eat the next day. And I think that's totally fine. And that's effective. If you're doing heavy strength training, if you are trying to bulk, if you're trying to put on muscle, it's definitely questionable whether or not, you know, depending on how you do it, whether it's the best idea, but fasting is very good for longevity and, you know, it's pretty well known. So I would recommend if you're interested in fasting, do longer periods, but it doesn't mean that eating less often isn't a bad, is a bad thing. So I usually have one like major meal, but I'll have kefir in the morning. I love kefir first thing in the morning. I really like it. So it's all about finding what works for you. And I really enjoy having some kefir in the morning. Um, I wouldn't call that bread. I mean, I guess I just call it eating. I don't really do breakfast or dinner. It's like I'm eating. So I guess the first thing that I usually have, if I'm going to have anything, will be kefir in the morning. Uh, question from Danny Boy. Have you seen the new Always Sunny episodes? They're still so funny. I watched them. Mama Soy and I watched them both last night. They were fucking awesome. They were awesome. If you haven't watched them there and you like Always Sunny. Great. Fucking awesome. And I love, I think it was very important. I think the season was very important because last one was, was good, you know, about like what was about 2020 or whatever they, what they did with that. I think it was very important because they didn't, they didn't censor it. Like they went hard and it was fucking great. I think it's important how hard they went because South Park gets away with it because they've been around for like what, 20 or 30 years and they use cartoons. But this is, a, it's a very, a very important show. I think it was great. Like they, they just fucking went after everything. It was awesome. I laughed my ass off. It was great. So good to see. It's so good to see an episode that I've never seen before. You know, I, I've seen every episode. We just put them on what we do. Mama Sloan and I, a lot of times what we'll do is, uh, we have dice. We'll have like the 20 sided dice or something and we'll roll it and whatever it lands on will be the season. And then we'll roll it again. And that'll be the episode. And we just watch whatever episode comes up. We've seen all of them like a bunch of times. They're so rewatchable. I loved it. I thought it was great. So far, great start. Great start. All right, let's see. Johan M. Ifland. Johan M. Ifland. Oh, before we get into it, Danny, wearing my DWG shirt right now seems to automatically make me stronger. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Good for you, man. Good for you. Happy Max. Happy PRs today, Danny. All right. Lohan M. Ifland. Papa Swolio, I have 3% body fat. That's fucking bullshit. And fast metabolism. Need help getting weight. Okay. One, you don't have 3% body fat. You don't. You don't. 
You know who has 3% body fat? Maybe a bodybuilder on stage for the Mr. Olympia competition. You don't have 3% body fat. I don't know how you're measuring that. I mean, I don't care if you can prove it. I mean, come on. You don't. You don't. You don't. So that being said, I, I, I would agree. Okay, you probably have low body fat. You probably have 10% or 9 or whatever. Okay, fine. Let's say you're single digits. High single digits. Fine. Okay. Um, fast metabolism. You need to eat more food and train harder and fix your leaky gut, which you might have, which is affecting you absorbing food. You need to eat more food. That's it. Can you get bigger? Sure. You have to eat more and you have to train harder. That's it. You need help gaining weight. You need to religiously eat food. It's not about when you're hungry. It's about eating more food. Trust me, you can gain weight. Everyone can gain weight. It's just much harder than being in the gym. It's much harder than lifting. What you need to do is have short, very intense workouts and then get out as soon as possible and keep eating. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. That was nice. That was nice. I've had better, but that was solid. Sandra Lebrun. Can I call you Lebrun? Sandra Lebrun. Make everyone's Canadian. Sandra Lebrun. Uh, Papa Solio, what can I replace pull-up exercises with? I have nothing to do pull-ups at work, which I only do negative ones at home because I'm still not strong enough to do them yet. Uh, well, there's no replacements. So you only do negative ones? Like, that's great. I mean, there's no replacement for pull-ups. You can do modified, like you can do a TRX or you can do on a barbell or, you know, when you're, or like on the edge of a, a side of a table, you know, you're doing more of an inverted row, but an inverted row is not a pull-up. It's a different angle. It's a different shoulder angle. So, you know, there really is no replacement for a pull-up. There aren't really a lot of replacements for exercises. Every exercise is pretty unique and they're going to work differently. So what you can do, if you want to try to hit lats similarly, you could do a high row. I don't know what you have access to. You're just saying, like, do you want, I mean, at work, why would you do pull-ups at work? You're doing great. If you're doing negatives, that's the most important thing. Are you trying to do pull-ups? Are you trying to get your first pull-up or you just don't have access to a pull-up bar? Like, I'm confused about what you're asking. Because negatives are how you're going to get your first pull-up. I can't stand banded pull-ups. I think that's a waste of time. Isometrics and negatives are going to help you do that first pull-up. Primarily. I'm not sure exactly if that's what you're asking or you don't have access to pulling up because you just said you did. Uh, Danny boy, Papa Soy, I run for my job all day, six days a week, and my Achilles on both feet are hurting so bad. Would you suggest ankle mobility or is there another way to make it not hurt while still working every day? Got to warm it up more. Warm up your Achilles, yoga, fantastic. And yeah, ankle mobility could also be your footwear. Repetitive movements. Repetitive movements are the worst. You might just need to do some mobility in the morning and activation. So doing soleus work and a lot of deep ankle mobility is important. So doing anterior tibialis work to strengthen all aspects of your ankles. Uh, your footwear is going to be very important because you're probably moving around on hard surfaces. 
So I would say doing like ankle mobility and yoga first thing in the morning can help tremendously. And I don't know what your footwear is like, but one thing that's challenging is doing that while you already have inflammation because you already have irritation and weakness, meaning like, you know, strength incompatibility around your ankle joint. So it, it's hard to heal that while you're still working and moving on it, right? Your body needs time to recover. But yeah, I would get right into doing like toe raises and anterior tibialis work and get into doing like yogi squats, getting into like those deep lunges and soleus work, working on training the calves to a full length of motion. Check out the ankle mobility masterclasses. And ankle issues can come from a lot of different things, but you know, the footwear, it's a, it's a compounded thing too. Uh, Danny says, I don't ever warm up. I go right into running. So got to change that. I would get into a solid five, 10 minute mobility routine, stretching, mobilizing your knees, hips back, like a little swolga or yoga routine with stretch, stretching and strengthening in the morning. I think it'll change the game for you. You might also need new, uh, new footwear. What are you wearing and what kind of surface do you want? Probably concrete and stuff like that. It's not going to happen overnight because tendons and ligaments need a lot of like focused work and consistent. So you don't want to overdo it, but something like a daily warm up. you're just waking up and cranking on it. You can start with like on the edge of the bed, just start doing the alphabet capital letters with both ankles, big capital letters with both ankles, A, B, C, D, the whole alphabet before you start putting pressure on them and then get into like a mobility stretching routine for your body and focusing on the lower body. So capital letters doing the alphabet, just do it at the same time, just do like a B, just make big capital letters with your ankles. It warms up. Cause you're like, you know, probably a hundred, 200 pounds. Let's just say you're just waking up and boom, just cranking on them immediately. Sandra, I'm trying to attempt to do my first pull up. And also it's because I do work in Nunavik, 21 days in, 21 days home. So I train every lunchtime, just started 90 day dash lately. Feel fan freaking tastic. Good for you. I got you. All right. So you're attempting. So you don't have, so you don't have a pull up bar. You can, you should get a portable one. You can get ones that go around door frames and things like that. Or what you can do is because if you're traveling in this, so you can get one of those that goes in the door frame, but I don't know how, if they make ones that break down for travel, I guess you're flying, you know, you might not be able to bring it, but you can do TRX. You can do a suspension trainer because you can close those in a door if you go against the, the hinges. So it's not the same as a pull-up, but it's body weight. And you could focus on doing like a high row or a, you know, a lower row and focus on doing really slow negatives. So it's a different angle but you can also do like rollouts with the TRX. So you can roll out kind of like an ab wheel and you can really strengthen the joints eccentrically. So you can do an inverted row if you can't get a portable pull-up bar, but a TRX system suspension trainer could give you something. Cause there are situations like if there's a tree, you can also hang it over something and maybe do like a pull-up there and just like hang the handles down or portable rings. Ring pull-ups are great. I mean, you'll really customize. You can really get a great position with like an underhand ring pull-up or a TRX and rings. 
which is kind of similar, but TRX is probably more adaptable than rings. And just so you know, Rogue and some of these companies make pull-up bars that you can hang over a tree. So I don't know what you have access to when you're traveling, but you can always get rings and hang them over a tree branch or maybe there's a metal bar or a stairwell and I don't know, just some ideas. If you're traveling, if you're if you're traveling, TRX is a great idea. TRX or rings, because if you one arm warrior says, my dad threw my TRX system out. Ooh. Well, he's in the hospital now, so karma's a bitch, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. I'm just kidding. You can say that because he's okay. But now he's now you can be like, you can go to him and be like, see, shouldn't have thrown my TRX out. <laughs> All right. Too soon? Yeah. A little humor gets you through the day. Come on now. It's all in good fun. So yeah. So if, if you're traveling and you're flying rings, because they make rings that are like a plastic component too. Like you can get the wood ones or the steel ones, but you can also just get ones that are uh, more portable. So check that out. And they can fit in a duffel bag or whatever. Hey, if you can't take that, come on. If you can't take it, it's not the right show for you. She. All right. Zeru183. Papa Solia, what's your hair care routine? Do you use conditioner? Well, my hair care routine is really, I don't wash it too often. I'll wash it maybe once a week, maybe, depending. Because I get my beard and hair done at Mama Solio's salon every two weeks. So when I get my hair braided, I usually get it braided there. She'll braid it at home. I just forget sometimes. And so my hair, does, I don't really get dirty. And you don't really want to wash. You don't want people wash their hairs too much. And they wash their hair with really abrasive shampoos and things like that. And their water is really hard. And you can get a lot of just dried out scalp and dry hair. So you don't want to use low quality stuff. You don't want to use anything with phthalates, parabens. Like we have a shampoo and conditioner here that's all that stuff free. I, I don't know the names of it. So what do you use? I use whatever she gets and she knows what to get. Um, you know, in general, you're better off not using a lot of these products just because of all the additives, but there are companies that make things that are, are better. I just don't use it frequently. So honestly, I might wash it myself once a week or two weeks. And that's it. I, I don't get super dirty. Like I work out, but at this point, I'm also sometimes in the, in the cold plunge. Like I said, it's broken right now, but like in the next week, I'm getting a new chiller in. So it'll be back up and running. So I'll get it kind of wet. It'll, and I'm in the sauna and I'm out in the sun. So I'm getting a lot of UV. I don't know. It works for me. It works for me. I don't like washing it too often because I don't like it when it's really thin and flowy. I, I just don't want it. I like it when it's, you know, it's got a little oil and sweat in it. Stays back better. Doesn't bounce around a lot. So I don't do it often. You don't need to. You don't need to. I could, I could definitely, I could definitely brush it more. I should brush it more. I just don't. But I'll wash it maybe once a week. But the most important thing is that, and if you want to hydrate it, use jojoba oil. You use it on your hair, skin, everything. But I definitely don't uh, use a lot. 
Uh, Jackie, to say band pull-ups are shit is just bad advice. It's not. This is not something you should be focusing on primarily. I've used them on many clients and they progress wonderfully into regular pull-ups, works the same muscles, gets them used to the form. Yeah, I mean, it's a tool. Negatives are by far superior to band pull-ups. I do recommend using bands for negatives if you are very weak and you're unable to do isometrics or negatives. They could be more useful. Um, the problem is people primarily use bands and they're they're delaying their progress. They're delaying their progress because negatives work the same muscles, but they work the strongest range of motion. So the people that can't do a pull-up, the reason why they can't is because they cannot execute the concentric movement. Their muscle strength concentrically is not sufficient for the pull-up. So in order to strengthen the muscles most efficiently, you want to execute eccentric movements and isometrics. So you're much better off doing eccentrics. But it's a tool, and you can use them in conjunction. But if you're not doing negatives, you are dramatically delaying your progress and your overall strength improvements. Okay. The thing is, it's humbling. It's hum The reason why more people don't do negatives is because it's hard, and it's harder, and it's much more humbling, and it doesn't rub your ego the same way that bands do. Bands give people a, a false sense of accomplishment in the sense that it's like, oh, look, you're doing a pull-up. And a lot of times their feet are going too far forward or they're leaning back and they're just like bouncing up and down and using the bands for momentum rather than really focusing on where their weak points are, doing isometrics throughout the full range of motion, partials, half, three-quarter, and legit negatives. So this is common. Most people avoid the hardest type of training and they avoid the difficult stuff for easier things that don't hurt as much, that don't overload as much. The only thing that I don't like as much is like the machines, the machine pull-up things are much worse than bands. Those are garbage. Fucking waste of time. The machine ones where you put your knees on the pad and stuff, that's the worst. That's the worst. But yeah, you can do like TRX, for example. TRX, uh, for example, is great in terms of getting yourself to the point where you can do negatives or isometrics from a vertical and build up your shoulder integrity. So you can do negatives from a high position. Obviously, it's more improved or it's more challenging as you go more horizontal, but it can get you used to the negatives. It can get you used to negatives um, because it's the closest thing to bodyweight pull-up, even though the angle, the angular, um, the biomechanics doesn't hit the same exact thing when you're, you know, more horizontal or on like an angle with a TRX. It's not as challenging, but you can, you can get the feel and get the pacing of, and get the neuromuscular coordination for negatives. Okay, let's see. Ooh. Thesme, thesme, baby. Excuse me, baby. Papa Swolio, how do you prevent protein farts? <laughs> Reduce protein on rest days. Well, this can easily be addressed by what the fuck are you eating? If you're sucking down tons of artificial sweeteners and processed protein, yeah, you're probably it's probably going to go right through you and cause inflammation and gastrointestinal distress. So that's really the concern. I'd be more concerned about what you're consuming, what kind of proteins you're consuming. <laughs> and actually, fermented foods can <coughs> benefit. 
uh, since I started consuming kefir, we make our own raw kefir, my bowel movements and my gut has improved tremendously, tremendously. Oh, so these are two questions. Oh, we got a double here. All right, any uh, last questions? You can drop in the comments, hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. Uh, Chels, 007621. So we got two. Papa Swolio, when it comes to the real subject of relationship, what do you look for in your partner? And Chels, by the way, what do you think about age difference? 12 plus act asking for a friend. Oh, so Chelsea's asking for a friend. Mm -hmm. Asking for a friend. Because Dickens? Sure. Asking for a friend. Uh, what do you look for in your partner? Well, I look for Mama Swolio, but I found her, so that's what I look for. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to answer this question a little bit more philosophical, so I'm going to zoom into it first. Uh, you need to get your own shit in order first. Here's where, here's where a lot of people fuck up is that they're looking for something in someone else and they're not developing themselves first. So a lot of people are half baked. They're not fully developed. They're not, they don't know who they are and they're looking for someone else. And that's why it doesn't work out because as they continue to grow or develop and move forward, they outgrow or something doesn't work because they're not either secure with themselves in their career and whatever they're doing, they don't really know what they're about and what they truly want. And they put on this facade for someone else. And then of course, when the relationship continues, things break apart because they were kind of putting on a show. So a lot of people will act a certain way and they're not truly authentic. And, you know, as the relationship goes on, this air of authenticity, the way you act around someone in order to land them or to get laid wears away. And then the real you quote unquote comes out because you weren't authentic from the start. So mama Swoley and I, I was always me from day one, like literally day one. And I'm not saying this to brag. It's just, I, it was literally, this is me, take it or leave it. I'm doing this. This is who I am. And we connected and I never, it was completely complete trust complete loyalty, complete transparency and authenticity. And it's never been a struggle. It's never been friction. Yeah. We've had like moments, but nothing like ever remotely close. Cause we always hand, there's nothing hidden. There's nothing under the rug. So anytime there's an issue, it's about that issue. It's not something, you know, resentful that's dragged up five or four years later or later on that you're using as, as ammunition. It's always whatever the situation is. If we're you know, disagreeing or arguing about one thing. It's about that thing. It's not about the other person as an individual and something that you've let fester under the rug for a long time. So anyway, it's more about if you know who you are, your filter should be something that matches that and that improves your state of mind and your status in life and who you are as an individual. So I would make sure you're looking for who you are as an individual, what you are, figuring stuff out for you, and a lot of people are just looking to get laid and looking for a relationship before they've actually developed as a person. So if you're focusing on improving yourself, you're going to find someone else that is an asset or a collaborator in your own personal development. And that's the person for you, most likely. So when I was starting the business, I met her and it was like, either we're moving forward and either you're catching up to the train. I pictured this relationship when I was, because we met on Tinder, I was 
starting the podcast and I was head down doing this, I pictured anyone that I would meet in this. And we met pretty soon after I started everything, but anyone that I met would be like, I'm on a full speed. It was like the wild west. So I'm on a full speed moving train. If you want to get on this train, you need to fucking ride the horse, catch up and then hop on and keep moving. I'm not slowing down. And when I met Mama Swolio, she was doing stuff, but like it worked and moved everything forward more effectively in my life. Like we move forward together. It wasn't a hindrance. I was doing what I was doing. This is who I am. And it was, my mindset was I'm meeting someone that's, it works with this or it doesn't. And then it's like not slowing down. Nothing is going to slow me down. So if it works, it works. If it doesn't bye. And I think that's important because that's when I figured out what I was doing and my purpose and where I was going. So it would have to be moving that forward or not pick. So I think you need to develop yourself, develop yourself, focus on yourself. And then when you focus on yourself and only allow people in that are helping you develop as an individual, your filter is that much more that you sift through a lot of the bullshit and the codependency and the issues that a lot of people suffer from. Uh, what do you think about age difference? I think it becomes less and less important as you get older. So, you know, if you're 25 and you're dating a 17 year old, everyone's like, Oh my God, it's a little sketchy. But so that would be what eight years. But then if you're 35 and you're dating a 26 or 27 year old, it's okay. No one really cares. So 12 plus years, it's not a big deal. Again, it's the person's relationship. So if you two work well together, it, it's, it's kind of irrelevant. People make a way. I mean, I think if you're an 85 year old dude dating a 21 year old, that's fucking weird shit. Obviously, it's for the money. It's, oh, we just love each other. You know, there's some fucking child abuse going on and there's some emotional damage. There's some shit missing there. So Mama Soli and I, and I forget when I have to think about it and actively pay attention to it because we have a, we have an age gap, but I never think about it or notice it until we're like, oh shit, that's right. So we have a, we're nine years. She's nine years younger than I am. And it's completely an absolute non-issue. It always sounds weird when I say, it. I'm like, oh, I don't even notice it. She's very mature for her age. And I'm, <laughs> so I, we meet in the middle because I'm, you know, I have my moments. I have my moments as we're in the knowledge cock portion. So yeah, maybe she's older than me. I don't know. So anyway, yeah, and then she calls me old man, and I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's good for children. That's right. The thing is for age, when it comes to male and male and female, it's much more important that, I mean, if, if you want to have a family, like the woman has to be of childbearing age. So I think there's factors that are important. But again, when it comes to anything sexual or relationship wise, you know, people are always going to have their opinions. Remember, people are going to have their opinions about whatever you do. You eat healthy, people are going to give you shit. You eat like crap, people are going to be like, oh, why are you eating that? Um, if you go to the gym, oh, you go to the gym all the time. All you do is go to the gym. You don't go to the gym. It's like, hey, you should really lose some weight and go to the gym. You're kind of getting, be a fat fuck. People are going to give you shit and talk crap. It doesn't matter what you do. Once you realize that, oh, no matter what I do, people are going to disagree with and have their opinions and they're welcome to it. Just don't listen to it. Just don't listen to it. Like anyone that's getting offended by anything, 
that you see, it's like you're getting offended because you're choosing to. Now, there's certain situations when it affects your life and what someone's saying is implementing policy and, you know, grooming your children, things like that. And you could stand up and and push back on it. But a lot of this offense is just a bullshit. You know, everyone that's getting offended and the victim mentality and the the woke mobs and stuff is really just an authoritarian power play. You're they're feigning victimhood in order to gain power and have some meaning because, you know, I guess eight cats isn't uh, as fulfilling as having children, a family and producing anything valuable to society. So there's that too. All right. So speaking of which it's time to go balls deep. Nice little rant. Let's fucking go. That's deep. All right. Emotional damage. So yeah, getting back to the age split, it's great for us. It's great. I literally, until you mention, I wonder, I'm like, God, it just doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem at all. I don't never, I never look at her and be like, wow, you're so much younger. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, Matthew says, whoever ends up with me is going to have their hands full. Yeah, Mama Soyo's got her hands full too. Oh. Because, because. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right, let's see what we got here. Oh my, oh my God. Oh my God, she's fucking enormous. Ew. All right, these are all nothing. Jesus Christ. Nothing here is short enough. Nothing here is short enough. So whatever you guys pick, there's some bad ones. One, two, three, or four. Pick a number. One, two, three, or four. Crucifixion Let's go. Good. Time. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. I got to pee, so hopefully I can hold it. Otherwise, we're going to have to pause because I got to pee. Okay, um, Sandra. All right, we're going Sandra because I really want to show number four first. So this is definitely rigged. Danny Boy number four. Perfect. Danny Boy's first fucking live stream. So Sandra, Danny, Shane, Michelle, Steffi. Everyone's going four. Rick, Matthew. Yeah, right, everyone's going four. one arm warrior. All right, let's go number four. Everyone's going number four. This one is a fan. We have a Tess Holiday. No, not Tess Hornaday. Hashtag triple S at Swole Slut Saturday, after all. Not Tess Hornaday, the OG, her namesake, Tess Holiday. We got a video. Man, that is bro. All right. Look, I feel this whole fat positivity and obese bullshit, it's such a grift. This is so fucked up. Just, I don't know what is going to be said, but man. <sighs> okay. What's in the box? I'm sure many in the room know that with weight discrimination, we see this showing up in, in schools, with downgrading by teachers, uh, with admission to college. We see it in the workplace, not people not getting, people in larger bodies not being hired, not getting promoted, getting lower salaries. Uh, Tess, after hearing the research from Rim, as somebody who's navigated the beauty and modeling industries for quite a while, how has this shown up in your career? I'm going to pause that. Look at the size of her. Yo. All these women, oh my God, like all this discrimination and fat positivity. What the fuck? Now, because when you see like obesity, a lot of times you see them by themselves, right? Look next to like humans. 
Well, I don't think that there's any surprise that um, we have been affected in the plus size modeling industry and um, as she was sharing overall by um, deep issues that are rooted in racism. Racism. Okay. You know, that chair, like Matthew said, that poor chair deserves a trophy or a medal. That chair's gonna, that chair can't break. Oh, she's made of iron, sir. I assure you she can. It's gonna be the guy, the fucking engineer from the Titanic's gonna come out. Oh, she's made of iron. I assure you she can. Fucking going down. Jesus Christ. You know the thing about a shaggy Lifeless eyes. Black eyes, like a doll's eyes. This chair can't sink. She's made of iron. I assure you, she can. Ah. Uh, look at the, yo. Come on now, when you see a comparison, oh, it's rooted in racism. So many white allies. It's just racism. All you have to do is say racism and all these white women on the stage are like, yeah, yeah. You middle-aged white women with no kids. I guess Tess Holliday has kids. I don't know how. You middle-aged white women are ruining this country. It's not misogynist. That's a fact. It's what? It's it's women, right? Is it men? Is it men? It's soy boys and women. And women. <laughs> it's soy boys and women that are running the show. I mean, the fact that folks despise larger-bodied individuals roots back to racism. It all roots back to mm, racism. Yeah. And until the country oh, actually clap. addresses the violence that, violence. frankly, white supremacists and white folks are causing to people of color. And Where are the white supremacists? I'm still waiting to see some white supremacists. I'm still waiting. I've never heard a term used so much and with evidence so, like, where? Where are the white supremacists? Where are they? Where are they? I haven't seen a Ku Klux Klan member or a Nazi in my life in person. Never. I, I've never seen one in person. I've never seen one. I've never seen a parade go through my... I've never seen them. I've never seen any... And I'm white, so you would think I would be around, like I would come into contact with some of these... Jesus Christ, what a, what a fucking grift the systems um, that uphold those, um, it's going to it's going to continue to happen. And mm, yeah. those numbers are shocking, but it's the, not a surprise. What numbers? I mean, it's not been very popular to come out and talk about having my type of eating disorder publicly. It's been more than common and more than popular. It hasn't been popular. Your eating disorder? You don't say you have an eating disorder. Oh my God, I'm shocked. Is anyone surprised? It's not popular. Are you kidding me? You're exceptionally famous literally by doing that. It's not popular. Everyone does it. Everyone's talking about it. Anyone who's obese has a fucking eating disorder. So many more people that aren't obese have eating disorders. Anyone that's in a drive-thru at a McDonald's has an eating disorder. If you're literally going behind a building so someone can hand you literally soaking poison in a fucking, fucking brown paper bag out of a window, you have an eating disorder. You're literally, it's a drug deal. You're addicted to these foods and you can't even get out of your fucking car. You can't even stand to go get your food. You're going to roll through a back of a window and like, I have a number four. No one else. Do I want? Here your drugs, sir. It's a legal drug deal behind the side of a fucking building. 
it's edible meth. That's it. So yeah, you're going to a, you're going to Taco Bell. You have an eating disorder. You can't even stand. You have to roll through in your big like steel cage. That's designed to roll your fat ass around. It's impacted my career. It's impacted um, so many things, and it's not a popular thing to talk about. But then going back to what she's saying, <laughs> it's not a popular thing to talk about. My whole career is based off it. Yeah, yeah. Being a victim is very popular. Look, right? If I say something now, I'm a mean person. I'm harassing. I'm a bully. Not really. Not really. Remember, anyone that you can't talk about or you can't say naughty things about, they're the ones in power. So stop playing the victim. You guys have the power. The minority has the power. And now, all of a sudden, the majority are starting to speak up when you see Target, Bud Light, all these different fucking aspects of the... The corporate, the corporate rot that's starting to, that's starting to be, become more and more mainstream. Like this has been happening for a while, but now you're starting to see it. And, you know, a minority of people don't take tens of billions of dollars off, um, off market value. That's not minority. Okay. Uh, folks of color have been saying all of these things. Folks of color. No one was listening. So um, <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope that we are moving towards a future where folks listen to to people of color and actually take them seriously. Oh, people and of color. Put what the fuck is this? That helps and supports all of us. What are you talking about? It has nothing to do with racism and people of color. You're fucking morbidly obese and you became famous by pretending like you were someone brave for what just being exceptionally unhealthy. Oh, you're such a healthy person. You take such good, good care of yourself. You're just that way. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. What a grift. The only reason I'm going so hard at any of these stupid fucking morons is because you're saying stupid shit. I want you to get help. I want you to take better care of yourself. But if you're going to pretend like you're doing something fucking virtuous, then you're damaging other people because there are a lot of weak-willed people that don't have good role models out there that aren't getting good education because no one's telling people to eat healthy. No one's telling people to exercise. No one's get, no one's giving people tools and education because they want you fucking sick and half dead because then you can't rise up. You can't think for yourself. You're just going to keep on feeding money into the pharmaceutical and big food machine. So there's no incentive for anyone to give you proper advice. There's no incentive. There's no money in it from you know, the aristocracy and the, you know, these major corporations. So anyway, it's disgusting. The grift disgusts me. You're so brave for being morbidly obese. I take so much effort to just eat endless amounts of fucking cake. Oh, you're so, you're so brave. Another example of cake fighting racism over here. Tess like Holiday. Layers fighting racism. Flavors fighting racism with frosting. Okay, uh, again, try to move that video to the folder. Would you like to keep both of these? Why is there two? Why are there two videos titled Tess? Jesus Christ, having duplicates is insane. It's like my Mac is like, you have another absolutely retarded video with the same name. Would you like to keep both? Unfortunately, yes. Yep, that's it right there. It's easier to be a victim than take action. Like I always say, 
It's easier to change your hashtags than your habits. So just be a victim and boom, instant power. Instant grift. Why exercise? Why take care of yourself? You can just blame everyone else for your fucking problems. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? That's a huge bitch. All right, let's get into another one. Um, let's skip that one. Let's do... That's dumb. Um, that's... Yikes. Let's do... Let's do this one. This is called I'm Always Fat. I was always fat. What's in the box? I was always fat. You mean you've always had bad habits? Okay, let's just... Ready with me while we have a chat about this lovely comment. It's funny because, like, why do you think... Okay. Oh, God. God, why... I... You're... I, these voices are just what brutal. is the best move to silence a woman all right um the comment is yeah the difference is when fat people eat junk food they eat it all the time look you're not fat by accident you're not fat by accident see even i say food quality is of paramount importance does what do i say food quantity matters right I say it matters. I just think people go to food quantity first to justify not having to change their actual fundamental habits. I think the food quantity and overeating issue that most people suffer from, most people need to lose extra body fat. Much more people need to lose, lose extra fat than pack on size. Everyone should build muscle, but most people in this country, we can agree that need to lose extra human. They need to lose extra fat, not muscle, extra fat. So if you solve the food quality issue, it's going to dramatically change the requirement for over-obsessing about how much you're eating because you're going to get full. You're going to get rid of all the inflammation. You're going to get rid of the allergic reactions. You're going to get rid of the joint pain. You're going to sleep better. Your cortisol levels and stress will go down. You're exercising. You're getting sunlight. You're meditating. You're and you're eating real food. So quality is much more important. Does, quant does quantity matter? What do I say? Yes, but not before quality. Okay. So that being said, this is the same issue. Yeah, the difference when fat people eat junk food, they eat it all the time. Yes. Yes. It's the amount you're consuming. It's what you're eating and it's the amount. And the amount is severely affected by the quality. If you're eating low quality, these foods are designed to keep you hungry. They're designed to keep you hungry. These foods, what they do, how they act on the hypothalamus, they actually keep those signals and those hormones that tell you that you're hungry, they keep those elevated and they suppress the ones that tell you that you're full. So that imbalance is exaggerated. So you feel hungrier longer and you don't get that same sense of satiety. So you overeat. You know everything about somebody's life based off of one video. Let me tell you something absolutely mind blowing. And you might uh -huh. think I'm lying, but I'm not. I have been fat since literally, I think my entire life I've always yeah, so you've had bad habits your entire life that were started off by your parents and unfortunately for you. But at least, hey, look, at, at least you turned it into a, you turned it into a business plan. So that's good. Been chubby, always been overweight. And my mother was literally a health freak. She's not like an almond mom. She's actually like really great and just cares about health. But like I literally ate so healthy. My I'm going to pause you right there. I wonder what she ate. How many salads and stuff? Like, we all know, like, what were you actually eating? How many phytoestrogens were you consuming, right? I mean, how many, th what do you, I mean, how much, how many lotions and phthalates and parabens and all this stuff? Guess what? Guarantee you it's not healthy. 
again, these are terms. These are blanket terms that people say to justify, to justify their own lack of success. Healthy, white supremacy, systemic racism, whatever it is, it's all the same thing, right? It's just a different vertical. So the reason why we go so hard on these videos, it's the same thing. It's the same mind virus across. It's just, this is the manifestation in the health and fitness area. It's the victim mindset. It's this kind of boogeyman. It's like the switcheroo. It's a, uh, it's deconstructionist. It's oppression dynamics. This is just how it manifests in the health and fitness space. It's the same way with gender. It's the same way all across. It's just, this is how it sounds here. So don't get it twisted. This is a big deal. This is the same thing as something that, you know, as BLM, it's the same thing as, uh, you know, trans, these trans, like, you know, protests and things like that. And the, the grooming in schools, it's the same shit. It's the same shit. Love is love and stop oppressing us. And we have a right to exist. It's the same fucking thing. It's just happens to be landing on our fucking doorstep, you know, when it comes to, you know, this vertical. Okay. Mom and mom, she's actually like really great and just cares about health. But like, I literally ate so healthy my entire life. Would you eat? Painfully honest and transparent with you, I literally have been so conscious of every single thing I eat since probably the age of 11, all through high school. I was. Who wants to guess that she just ate steak, right? She just ate steak, liver, heart, ground beef, pastured eggs, raw dairy. That's what she ate, right? Can someone drop in the comments? I don't know if she's going to tell us. What, do, what does the, quote, mainstream, right? What do most people say when they eat healthy? What do they say they eat? What do they, what, what do they think is healthy? One of the number one things that I know when someone's like, oh, well, that's the issue. And they're like, no, I eat really clean and I just can't get results. Like I train hard or, you know, I eat really clean. Oh, that's like a red fucking flag. Yeah, you eat clean, do you? Well, that's, that's the issue because it doesn't mean anything. Right? These are blanket terms. I eat healthy. The fuck is that? What does that mean? I eat healthy. Exactly. It means nothing. Everyone thinks they eat healthy. Everyone thinks they're doing so thing, right? I tried everything. Everyone speaks hyperbolically and it's complete nonsense. I've tried everything. Okay. You've probably tried four or five things, maybe six things, but you haven't done the right one. You think Thomas Edison, right? Nikola Tesla, and it was like, I've tried everything. I just can't. Right? Thomas Edison, famous quote. I didn't discover how to make a light bulb. I discovered 10,000 ways that it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, just because you tried 10 different things, well, you should have tried the 11th one because that would have worked, right? You always try things that don't work until it does. You fucking mooks. It always doesn't work until it does. That's how life works. Sometimes you get it right the first time. Rare. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay, what, what, what do you think is healthy? Soy milk, tofu, greens, vegan, lots of vegetables with crappy dressing, healthy choice microwave meals, glenna, chicken tenders, mashed potatoes, intermittent fasting, Tyler, protein bars, salads, fruit snacks, frozen meals, veggies with seed oils, mango, eh, yeah. Sugar-free products, right? Okay, let's go really conscious about it i wanted to lose weight and be skinny all of high school i worked out i was pretty active i was so conscious of everything i was putting in my body and what what age do you think she was on birth control again by the way hormonal birth control terrible for women terrible 
I did the whole 30 like 50 times like I think that was before 75 hard was a thing but like if it was a thing I would have done it in college all of my friends ate pretty much whatever they want and didn't really often think about what they were eating I was always conscious of what I was eating I was always the one trying to eat something low carb I was always the one who was trying to eat something like without sugar or getting like sugar-free syrup when I get coffee or Sugar-free syrup when I get coffee. There's one thing where, see, I'm, I told you, it's going to be like all these garbage fucking foods. Let's see if she goes into more detail. Like when we go to ice cream, I would like not get something like literally all the time. And it freaking sucks because you know what? I still gained weight no matter what I did. I've always just had like a very, just, I don't even want to say I have a slow metabolism. I just have whatever my metabolism is. Thyroid. Okay, well, we, she, she still hasn't gone through it. No, no. When you went to get ice cream, you got fucking frozen yogurt. You got fro-yo. We're going for a fro-yo. So there's the answer right there. She didn't give any more details, but sugar-free syrup. So you know exactly what the fuck else she was eating. And of course, again, the human brain, you know you're going to block out all the times you just binge ate and be like, oh, whatever. It's a Friday. Fuck it. I ate good all week. Like, again, you're n- Again, look, food quality is paramount, but energy balance matters. If you don't eat enough food, you're going to lose weight. You're going to lose muscle mass. You're going to lose bone density. I'm not saying it's good for you just to lose like all like, you know, be in the concentration camp. I told you I'm going to, I told you the best you want to get, you want to get in shape. I'm, I'm telling you, I think it's a great business idea. I told you about my fat camp. It's called Auschwitz and it's going to get, it'll get you fucking shredded. It'll get you fucking shredded. I told you, I told you, no, 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 it's not what you think. You'll get shredded to the bone. All right. I tell you, we pick you up at the train station. We take you right to Auschwitz. You will get fucking ripped. Okay. And it sucked because literally all through college, all of my friends, like I said, ate whatever they want and they were still freaking skinny. They never had to worry about what they put on their body. Like literally, literally never. Like, like it was never something that they brought up. And I know it's crazy. I still don't eat lots of sweets. I don't eat lots of candy. I don't eat like pizza and bread all the time. And if I- Ah, all the time. <laughs> I'm picking up on every word. You don't give us any details. So I'm gonna fill in the blanks. Like you fill up your mouth. It's none of your business, but I don't. I'm just letting you know. Like, I'm very conscious still of what I eat, not because I have an unhealthy relationship with food, just because I would like to stay healthy and maintain, like, a healthy body. All of that being said, I am... Okay, look, no details. I'm telling you, if she only ate steak and beef, you know this, what would happen? What would happen? Would she be morbidly obese if she was training hard, lifting weights, following the seven pillars, and eating, like you know, carnivore, but you know, with some carbohydrates, like low inflammatory carbs, what would she do? And she ate to her heart's content, like eat as much. You can't overfill up on fruit and stuff like that, but eat as much of the steak and protein, like fill up on that stuff yourself. And then you can have X amount of like, you know, some fruit and carbs. What do you think would happen? What do you think would happen? Would she be fat? Like she ate until she was like as much as you want ground beef. That's just fucking as much as you fucking want. Not a chance she would be obese. Not a fucking chance. Still a big girl. You literally know nothing about someone's health based on their weight. I disagree. Never, ever, ever had a single problem that was connected to weight with my physical health ever, ever. But she had problems that weren't like mental problems. I don't know. What are the problems? It was never connected to my weight. 
well, your weight's connected to your habits and your mental health or whatever else is connected to your habits that like I literally have regular checkups. I do all these things and still people swear. They swear they know my health based on my weight. Mind you, my weight that you don't even actually know because you're literally just looking at my body on a screen on your phone. The fact that people on this app and honestly people in general like just see a fat person and you're like, oh yeah, like they just always eat junk food. Like, or if you see somebody eating like McDonald's once you're like, oh yeah, they eat it all the time. Would you think that about a skinny person? Just because they're skinny? No, you don't know anybody's health based off their weight alone. Like you literally don't. You're picking like one small myopic aspect. Anyone that's eating that shit has an eating disorder. Again, some people are more genetically predisposed to being fat. So guess what you have to do? Be more vigilant and like, but you don't have to be more vigilant. Just eat properly. And that's it. One thing's for certain. Her weight is so much higher than her IQ. That's one thing that's for sure people who are much more unhealthy and they're skinny and you would never know obviously that's not always the case but like be so for real right now be for real oh my god i don't like her at all i don't like her at all jesus christ god damn it i don't know what it is about your face but i want to deliver one of these for right in your suck hey, for real right is there now. anything i can do to work on that no, for real. not really it's your face all right last one we got to move on um Actually, that's no. We got this one. Uh, uh, we'll save this for next. We'll save. This for next. I, I got a P too. We'll save this one for next week. I don't want to. Do, uh, that's uh, that's enough. That's enough. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, let's do a throwback time. Throwback. Th okay, throwback time. We need to wash that out. Let's get a little tainty man here first. Aww. And the church. Oh, churchy. Let's get the church here. Isn't she cute? Look, look how much better is that than that video? Look how cute she is. Isn't she the cutest? Isn't she the cutest church? Look how cute the church is. Isn't she cute? She's so cute. She's the cutest. She's the cutest little church in the world. <sighs> All right, let's get into a throwback. Fam, I'm sorry. Physical health is not a priority for everyone. <laughs> Let me guess, it's not a priority for you. Physical health is not accessible for everyone. <clears throat> physical health is not possible for everyone. Striving for physical health can be triggering for some. Physical health has no moral values. One of the key components to fat liberation is demoralizing health. Listen to and uplift the voices of BIPOC fat bodies, queer fat bodies, and disabled fat bodies. Fuck all you lazy bitches. I don't care what color or race or creed. I don't care where you are. If you're a lazy fuck, you're a lazy fuck. I don't care what tint your skin is. You suck. White people suck. Black people suck. Hispanic people can suck. I don't know. Whatever this thing is can suck. You can suck. Everyone can suck. Look, equal opportunity. Equal opportunity knowledge cog. I always say, I don't care what race you are. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what you, ha you claim to be in terms of your gender. If you say retarded shit. You know, I'm going to call you out on you it. Went full retard, I don't man. care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't hate anyone. I just don't appreciate stupid shit. If you say stupid shit, then, you know, you're on the chopping block for the daily swole. It doesn't matter. Um, 
It doesn't matter. What the hell kind of country is this where I can only hate a man if he's white? Right? Like, what is this? What is this? I have to make sure I have to tiptoe around, you know, who gets called out? Silliness. Silliness. Look, my God, take care of yourself. And look, if you don't take care of yourself, it's no skin off my gains. It really isn't, you know? I mean, it definitely affects inflation. You know, they just keep after taking care of, you know, taking care of people that can't work, that can't function, medical debt. And like, you know, it, it's destroying our country because you have less, the more victims we have, the worse this country gets. All right. And unfortunately, the reason why it's hitting so hard is because we're in a, the cusp and the crossover of an economic cycle with this kind of generational cycle. You know, we have a lot of soft soy boys and I don't know, girls that don't know what the fuck they are in this world social media, everything's just kind of coming to a head with technology. So there's a big, it's kind of like a perfect storm, right? Mark Wahlberg style. And we're just getting hit from a bunch of different aspects. But I mean, if you don't take care of yourself, yeah, you're helping destroy this country because you're not providing any value. You're just blaming someone else. So rather than getting your shit together, and here's the thing, I'm not saying that everyone has the same starting point, but you all like there's there's information. Information is more accessible to more people than ever in history. That is undeniable. Like I've seen homeless people on the side of the road on a fucking phone. Okay. So people have more access to, I'm not saying everyone does. I'm not saying everyone has the same access, but if you have the interwebs or you go to the library or something like that, if they don't burn it down, you can get access to information. So it depends on how bad you want it. You have to want it. You have to try because there are people that have a lot of money or come from a wealthy family that don't try, that just coast. And a lot of times they're the ones protesting at these schools, fighting against their parents and like, yeah, you know, I'm an ally. People have no real struggle. They're not raised with any fucking grit. They don't have anything to believe in. They're not raised through their, their school indoctrination system with any kind of hunger for truth, any kind of hunger for learning. They don't, they're not taught how to learn. They're taught what to respond to, right? To appease the authority. So when they get out, they don't have the authority. Like, oh my God, who's going to tell me what to do? So they look to these corporations or, you know, the technocracy, or they look to, I don't know, these minority, the loudest fucking people. They look to any kind of authority, the government. This is why there's been that like seismic flip-flop with, you know, the left and the right or the Democrats and Republicans. There's been a major seismic shift and now the Democrats and the left, there's like complete just cucks of the state. So anything that gets said, they're just going to parrot. They have no self-regulation. They have no internal authority. They have no onus of responsibility. They just, there's nothing. They're just vapid, vapid pawns. So you need to have some sort of you, you, in order to respect yourself, in order to be your own person, you have to go through struggle. You have to go through challenge. You have to overcome difficult things. And when you're not provided with anything difficult, when your entire world is nerfed and you're given a safe space and you're protected from anything that hurts your feelings, what do you do? You look for adversity and you look for adversity by pointing your finger, calling someone an other and channeling all that internal angst and hopelessness and despair into anger. 
And that's all it is. And just channeling it into everyone else. And everyone's the meaning. And they're the reason why I don't have any purpose. So they create purpose by playing the victim. So finally, it's, you know, team one versus team two, simply by being the victim. So you're surrounded by other victims. And that's why the left and that's why all this woke shit, they eat themselves, right? You're an ally until you change your mind and realize, hey, I was, you know, I was wrong. I don't believe that you should be grooming kids. And everyone's like... A non-believer. It's like Life of Brian. A non-believer. And then they lynch you, right? The left eats their own. That circle gets tighter and tighter and tighter. This authoritarian circle, it's not love is love and compassionate and all loving. It is until you disagree and then off to the gallows. So don't get fucking twisted. This is the same shit. I mean, this is why we talk about this stuff. This is why we push back so hard because, yeah, it's fat acceptance. It's like, oh, come on, Papa Soul. You're talking about these fat people. It's the same mind virus. It's the same shit. It's just with the body. It's with fitness. It's the same Marxist oppression victimhood that's across the board. Okay. You can look into corporations. You can look into all this stuff. It's the same thing. It's just manifesting in like big is beautiful. You're mean, you're fat phobic. Fat phobic is the same as transphobic. It's the same as the white supremacist bullshit. It's the same fucking thing. It's just a different degree of it. It's a different, it's a different subject. It's a different area but it's the same fucking thing. So don't get it twisted. It's all the same. It's all the same. That's why it sounds the same. It's just the same. Everyone's looking to get their piece. Everyone's looking to get their piece of the victim pie. Okay. That being said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Make sense. Good. Okay. And remember, don't give a fuck what anyone says. All the stupid shit, speak up, make fun of it. You have to make fun of it because it's retarded. It's stupid. It's silly. It's nonsensical. Call it what it is. You have to laugh at it. You have to make relentless fun of it. It's absurd. And the reason why you have to make fun of it and let people know that it's ridiculous and make fun of it publicly is because you need to speak up so other people feel more comfortable. There's a lot of weak people in there, out there, and a lot of people that want to say this stuff and want to say that's fucking ridiculous, but they don't because they don't want to get banned on social media or they have other people or colleagues or they have a work environment where they can't really speak up. The more people that speak up, the more people that will feel comfortable speaking up. And more people are doing it now. We've been doing it for the, since fucking the beginning. But more and more people, and as more and more cracks in the foundation come, you know that flood's coming. The more cracks and the, the water starts breaking in and eroding, it's breaking down. You're seeing the Bud Light shit, the Target stuff. It's, you need that avalanche to keep going. And guess what? It's going to get, the resistance is going gonna, is gonna to get stronger and stronger. Because as the people in power start to lose power, guess what? They start getting desperate. This is what's happening with uh, the Trump situation. Like, desperation is upon us. So as there's more desperation you know, when you have a cat backed up, you back a cat up against the wall. Guess what's going to happen? It's going to look for a way out to run. But if it can't, it's going to arch its back. And it's going to jump on your fucking face. So speak the fuck up. Make fun of it. It is ridiculous. It's stupid as shit. It's insane. And it's not about acceptance or love. It's about power. Remember, everything's about power. Money is power. Money can get you power. Power can get you money. That's all it is. All right. They want control. They don't have control over their own, li- their own lives. They don't have purpose. They don't have meaning. So they're trying to control what you say because one, they don't have kids. They don't have any kind of personal responsibility. They feel helpless. So they have to control something. It's a tale as old as time. They have to control something. 
and they want to control you. They want to control what you say. They want to control what you fucking think. You can't even think this. You can't even say that because then you're a bad person. No, fuck you. We have every right to have an opinion just like they do. They want to think that a man, they, they can think the most ridiculous stuff. They can think the most insane stuff, but you can't think it. They can say the most insane shit, but you can't say it. There's your answer. Okay. Swole set time. Epic rant. Felt good. I am the The danger. more you hate me, the more you will learn. Swole set time. Falcon, let's go. Tomorrow's Ask Papa Swole Live. Let's fucking go. Lots of questions. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right. I like that, Rick. Yeah, equal opportunity, asshole. Goddamn right. Today's winner, and I think it's very appropriate. We are very glad that your dad is doing well. One arm warrior, T fucking V. Congratulations. Thank you for being here and for having a sense of humor. All right, hopefully this writes the ship. You and your dad are both swole sluts today. Um, get your dad some fucking swole slut merch. Have him grow out a beard, and he will be bouncing around in no time. Congratulations. We wish you and your family well. Send us an email to support at swolnormous.com. Swole card. 2590 Schwam in the subject. Your mailing address in the bio of the email. And we'll take some soundboard requests. One arm warrior. If you got a request, drop in the chat. Happy to lay it in your ear holes. We got some piano cock and I do have to pee. So let's see if I can be as tactical with a full bladder. It's going to be a tight one. That's what she said. <laughs> Don't forget to wash where the sun don't shine. What a man cast. Let's fucking go. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? I didn't know they stacked shit that high. Boom shakalaka! Why don't you get the hell out of here before I snap your dick off and jam it into your ass? Thousands of fucking prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. Adorokin. I believe you, people. What do you mean? All respect. Says just go pee. Thank you. I have to pee so bad. Is anyone surprised? Cerny wants the rock. Bitch. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Oh, a water break? I ah, will see. Uh, do you want a water break? I gotta piss so bad. Who wants a water break? Maybe we'll. It's eh. eh. a lot to ask. If you can't be at least mildly interesting, then shut the hell up. Oh, I gotta pee so much. How shall we fuck off, oh lord? I gotta pee! Water break at the end of this? That's uh, too much music. Emotional damage! Oh, I gotta piss. God damn it. Uh... I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Every time I shake my arms, I gotta pee. Water break? Ah, fuck it. All right, fine. The little rascal has spirit. 
I broke the nut. The squirrel broke. I gotta glue it. God damn it. See what happens? Oh my god, I gotta pee. <laughs> I leaked a drip. Coast to coast. <laughs> oh god, I have to pee so bad. I have to pee so bad. I have to pee so bad. <sighs> Ugh. Ugh. Oh my god. All right, for your dad, one arm warrior water break. Uh fuck you guys. I want to go home. Uh, water break. Water. Ah. Fuck. Ah. Yeah, I know. I know. No one cares about me. kitty. Oh god, here we go. Ah, water break. No, I got to pee so bad. Oh my god, I got to pee so bad. Where's my Oh God. Oh my God. I am. Oh my God. My teeth. I am fully hydrated. Oh, why didn't that work? Why didn't the water break work? Fuck you, kitty. Ah, you bitch. Ah, you bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I gotta pee. Thank you, fam. Thank you so much for joining for episode 2591. We'll see you tomorrow. I gotta go pee right now. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose. Your boy, Papa Solio. Oh, 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 out. Gotta pee. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing. Like an IPO, trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap. All these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh and they so mad, it's like me. Yeah, I found that Young King with my crown at Ten racks in the fanny pack